Blog Talk Radio. to another edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garethville, Ohio, bringing you new and pre-owned vehicles. We suggest you and advise you guys, if you're kind enough, to take a drive up there, and uh, they were kind enough and gracious enough to donate money to this Niles Red Dragons football team, and that's what we're talking, Red Dragons football, and uh, last week, they succumbed to the uh, Struthers, 49-28, but season high in points. I'm always optimistic looking at anything positive. I don't know where you're going to be with that, Coach, but... uh, you know, we saw some life. If this team, I think if the last two games, if we played two quarters, we'd be in the thick of things. But that second half comes and uh, things kind of get out of out of uh, sorts for us. But uh, what were your thoughts on the Struthers game? Yeah, so, you know, I think a little bit, like you said, a repeat of Poland. I mean, we were right there. I thought we, uh, you know, had done, obviously, defensively some breakdowns. But offensively, we felt pretty confident that we were going to be able to keep scoring. Uh, but... Uh, you know, we come out in that, in that second half, gave up the quick score, and then uh, uh, just weren't able to keep pace with, with with what they were able to do. So, you know, a little bit disappointed from that end. Uh, obviously, a lot disappointed on the defense side of the ball. Offensively, as we graded it out, uh, in many ways it was a winning performance just on one side of the ball. But when you throw the kicking game in there, and then you throw the uh, the, the defensive uh, uh, struggles in there, and then uh, that's how you get... Uh, uh, the game to turn as fast as it did. What do you think? Now, the defensive struggles, I mean, is that just, you know, kids being in the wrong place or maybe play? I mean, there's so many factors. Uh, maybe personnel. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, so, you know, we're trying to dig real deep into this. Uh, where's the root problem? Like, again, as I told you, like you can sit in the stands and you can see what the problems. but, you know, where are they stemming from? Why are we not aligning correctly? Why are we not getting a getting a you know an automatic we have some automatic calls they come out in this we're going to run this coverage and, and those things just aren't firing the way they're supposed to uh, the one model we like to use around here is the Toyota quality control model not to get too technical but they always feel that the question's five levels deep so we don't line up correctly why don't we line up correctly that's one level uh, level two is uh uh, because we're not quick at recognizing formations. Why aren't we quick at recognizing formations? Uh, you know, and so you eventually get down to say, you know, maybe we got to do more board work with the kids, maybe more time in the film room, or maybe it's just more reps of just lining up. So, you know, we've done a lot of soul searching in this coach's office. Uh, no one's more frustrated than us, and uh, ultimately it, it starts and ends with our coaching staff. And, uh, you know, to a guy, what I'm, what I'm impressed with is our coaches are owning this, and, and like I said, we're digging deep to try to figure out how to get the squared away on that side of the ball. Awesome. And, and Coach, for you, I mean, this is uh, your third game. Uh, this week you guys have Youngstown East coming in on the 14th here in Niles. Um, over these three weeks, I mean, what have you learned about these kids that you might not have known prior to, you know, being at this point? Uh, you know, 
you, you want to win right now, whatever, but for us and I think the kids, like, it, it, they've been great. I mean, I, I guess that that's the thing. They're probably more resilient than our coaching staff. We come in on Saturday morning and we're we're pounding, hanging our heads, but these guys are walking through the door, eager to learn. And you know, and I and I do think that that when we get them to understand what it is we want them to do, they're they're going to be ready to step through the door and uh, and make that happen. So from that point, I I just want to you know tip our, my hat to our to our kids because uh, you know I don't see any quitting them, and and I know there's no quitting the coaching staff and. You know, it, it's it's 0-3. It is what it is. But uh, you know, I think if you stick around here and watch, uh, I don't I don't think you'd notice that by the way they come out and practice today. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, uh, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. New and pre-owned vehicles await if you make your way out there. And as always, we also have the Permanis gift card that we'll announce when we end up with the uh, Coach's Podcast here and move on to our featured player of the week. So you have Youngstown East here, and I mean, a couple weeks ago, they uh, they put a real whooping on uh, Ursuline, which I think shocked a lot of people. And, and now you are going to welcome there into Bo Ryan Stadium on Friday night. Uh, kind of give us a lowdown and, uh, and you know what they do well and what you're going to need to do well. Well, first of all, we're actually on the road again. Oh, two my weeks. bad. I thought you guys were home. Yeah, two weeks on the road, and this will be my first time at Rain Stadium. Uh, I did my student teaching at Youngstown Rain, and it was uh, overgrown with weeds back then, so I'm kind of anxious <laughs> to see. Uh, I've heard that some nice things about that. But, uh, you know, I, I look at the East model and say that that's where we need to go because their kids really, really, we watch film today with our kids really play hard they get after it and uh you know a couple of years ago you wouldn't have said that about them uh they've always been athletic but very disciplined and uh they, they just play at a, they're playing at a high high level of energy which is where we need to go with our program and uh you know i told our kids you better be ready from the get-go and better strap them up because uh, uh i think we have the opportunity again there's some areas where we feel we can be successful we just got to be ready to go out and play and uh try to raise our game to their level and I am glad you pointed that out because I, I mean, I was looking at the schedule and I really believed that I thought we were home this week. So I'm glad you corrected me because then we had all these poor folks coming out to Bo Ryan Stadium on Friday night to an empty stadium, wondering where the Niles Red Dragons are and uh, they're a city away. Um, for these three weeks, when you look at this program and everything, I mean, we talked about it a little while ago, but I mean, uh, what have you found in these kids? I mean, or what maybe a piece of the offense that you're like, man, I didn't think we'd be successful here. Maybe something on defense. I mean, what are some of the things that have kind of popped up over this, you know, span where you're kind of like, I'm happy about this? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, Zach, our quarterback, Zach Leonard, I, I think he really, uh, and I don't know if you were able to pick it out, though, from the stands, but a lot of the run-pass option stuff we were doing, uh, people probably thought we just had some quick passes on there, but he and the receivers are on the same page with that. So the ability that, that we're getting now where we're able to call a run play, but on the fly, you know, pull that ball out and, and hit, I think we hit our RPO about eight times in that game, and we ended up throwing for 150 yards, and I think probably half of those yards were off of RPO. Uh, you know, that's the new wave of football. You hear that term a lot now, but the fact that as a sophomore and some of our young receivers and even our seniors, but the fact that we're picking that up, I think that that's going to allow us to grow offensively. That, that was probably the biggest uh, bright spot, I thought. New thing that kind of happened at Struthers that we hadn't hadn't really done in the previous weeks, and we had been limiting that because we we wanted to we weren't sure about it. But now I think moving forward, some of our play design can work around that stuff. So I, I guess that'd be the big one that that we were kind of excited to see uh, the other night. Cool. And how about this? How about the morale of the team? I mean, uh, 
you seem after each game. I mean, uh, are they more hungry now or a little defeated, defeated? I mean, what's that mindset? Well, I thought after that Poland game, I thought there was some, some real hurt in there. And one of the problems with losing is every time you do it, it, it maybe gets a little easier. And we want to avoid against that. You know, we do want a miserable locker room after we lose. I think some of our seniors are are, are frustrated in a good way, and I think they're gonna they're gonna continue to lead us uh, to get out of that. And as I told you, in no way, shape, or form do we consider anything rebuilding. That wouldn't be fair to these guys. And uh, you know, this thing is gonna turn. I'm confident in that. I think our kids are confident in that. And we hope it's sooner rather than later. Definitely. I hope it's sooner rather than later. I'm very optimistic. You know, I, I sat with Principal Regal most of the night, Friday night, and, you know, I, he probably he probably was laughing at me in the inside because no matter what happened, I was trying to find a positive rainbow coming out the other side of it. I mean, I was just like, well, hey, you know, we, we, you know, this or this, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, I, I still think that we can see the progress, and I've said it every show, and I'm not just saying it because I'm sitting here in the coach's office doing the show. Um, you know, we talk afterwards about plenty of things, and uh, like I said, uh, you know, there's times where we talk about things that might not be on the, uh, you know, best parts of uh, the team. But again, I, I like to focus on all the all the positive things that is going on, and, and that's and that's where I want the show to go. Um, I had a lot of guys written down for uh, the uh, hardest working Red Dragon, Permani Brothers, the hardest working sandwich in America, and we're bringing you the hardest working Red Dragon in my eyes last week of struggles. I mean. You know, Zach, I had Zach written down. I love Travis Molliner. I love 22. Nick Jarvis made some plays. Mays, 33, is always in there. I mean, I could give him, you know, every week. The gentleman that we're about to announce. I'd have, I think if I had a kid, well, playing, I, I might just buy his jersey number and wear it. He's like my favorite. Um, 17, Kyle Lundgren, I got. I thought he did. Big set, uh, 58, Zach Cicerella. Uh, he was working hard. I thought he did some good things on that offense, defense line. But... I think 28, Robbie Savin, I, especially the week before, I think having that type of game against Poland and to come out, have that big game. And it wasn't over the big runs. I, I love the defensive part about it. I thought he got after the quarterback a few times. One time he even missed the quarterback but hit the running back, or hit the quarterback and they had a better assist. So your thoughts on that? Yeah, they, he, I, I tell you, as bad as it was on defense, uh, thank goodness for him. And then, and then number four, you know, uh, no, number four is in the game. It's a big difference. Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's he's battling an injury that's very frustrating for him and for all of us. But, you know, Rob was really the one bright spot on defense and then obviously on offense. Uh, uh, I don't know, I think he averaged about 11 yards a carry or something like that. So, that that's that's the Rob Savin that we need to have around, and I, I figured that was going to come. I didn't think you'd see two weeks of him being loose with the ball, and uh, so you know, nice bounce back game for him, and I think that'll propel him moving forward as we go along. Awesome. So congratulations, Robbie Savin, for being the hardest working Red Dragon, and again, it takes nothing away from all these other hardworking Red Dragons, but uh, that's where that gift card's going to go. And again, proud of, of or excited to again give you that from Permani Brothers, and remember, find your teammate Joe Gallo. He's the delivery man on those cards, and we just spoke to go prior to Joe prior to the show, and he said that we did, he did get that, uh, the previous cards out, so we're set there. So now, Coach, we're going to move on to our uh, 2018 Player Spotlight with today's featured guest. Sounds good. Hey. 
now we're featuring our 2018 Player Spotlight Red Dragon, and it's none other than Trent Johnson, number four. Trent, I love sitting in the stands. You're my favorite Red Dragon, I think. When I see four out there, I get excited. I love all the things that you bring to the table, defensively, offensively. I love watching number four. So thank you for taking your time and coming on the show. Uh, so how, what's your, what are your thoughts on this season so far? I don't know. We're starting off the season 0-3. That's tough. You know, I knew the first game drawer, that was going to be a really hard game. But I thought pulling, I thought we could definitely get them. Shutters, I thought we were definitely going to get them too. And it was hard sitting out. I sat out the second half of the last two games, so it was hard watching the rest of my team try to play without me, you know, and then watching us take tough losses. Nice. How you feel now? I mean, uh, coming up this Friday, uh, you know, with Youngstown East, uh, should we expect four quarters? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I hurt my calf the last game. They think I pulled it. But I'm feeling a lot better now for a couple of days of rest. Nice, nice. Growing up, young kid, I mean, did you play all, did you, you know, play the Pee Wee Leagues? Yeah, I've been playing since I was six, so it's like my 12th year of football, I think, yeah. Hard to believe, huh? 12 years of football underneath. Yeah, it went fast. Um, first time, I mean, what were you playing back there in the Pee Wee days? Uh, I was more like a blocking back, and then <laughs> I moved to a quarterback, and then once I got to middle school, I moved to wide receiver, yeah, and I used to play a linebacker. Yeah, I'm too little now. <laughs> now, but now you're that roaming safety that uh, that, that covers a lot, a lot of ground and makes big plays, yeah. and you're that uh, clutch receiver for this Red Dragons football team. Um, you've been around the block. You've, you know, you mentioned you've been playing for 12 years. I mean, uh, you know, what? How do you kind of approach this season compared to maybe some of the others? And what are you seeing out of your teammates and even yourself that you might not have seen in the past? Um, I started off the season a pretty bad leader, as Coach showed me. I used to get down on my teammates a lot, and I thought when they were doing bad, I should let them know, like, you're not doing good enough. But I figured out that I need to start picking them up, and it's better to do that, and they start playing harder. And I think it helps the team as a whole when I'm acting like that and I'm not acting as a bad leader, nice. getting us hyped to play. Yeah. So you, do you, do you uh, pick up on that response from your teammates? Do you yeah, definitely. Yeah, when I used to get down on them, you know, it makes them not want to play. And it's the same with me. I learned that when, the, when Chris Perry would get on me or something like that, it, I get mad and get in my own head and make me play not as good as I could. And then once he starts like helping me, picking me up, telling me I kn he knows I can do it, then I start playing better. He should do that with me because he calls me after I get air each show and he, he yells and screams at me about how bad it is and how I need to make it better. So Yeah, he's nah. like that sometimes. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. He does not do that. <laughs> once again, it's the 2018 Red Dragon Player Spotlight Show. And again, uh, proud that... Uh, Permani Brothers offers these gift cards to these kids as well and uh, and these shows, and it's an exciting time for all these guys. Um, for you, I mean, what's it like playing both sides, and what side do you like better? Oh, definitely defense, yeah. Um, I used to like offense more, but last year, um, I didn't, I don't know. I just started <laughs> liking defense more for some reason. I'm not really sure, but... Yeah. And how, what's it like playing with that sophomore quarterback, Zach Leonard? I mean, uh, are you helping him? Is he helping you? What's it like in the huddle? Oh, yeah, he's he's great. He's always on top of people, always telling them, come on, we need to work hard every play. He's making sure the huddle's always tight and nice. Uh, starting off the year, he's young. I didn't know how he's going to come into the season, how confident he's going to be, but he's definitely confident going into all the games. He's making his throws count and everything like that. Nice. Now, are you the type of receiver that comes back into the uh, huddle and says, I'm open? Have you ever said that? Are you open every uh, play? Hey. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't tell him when I'm open though, or nothing like that. I think he's he's smart enough to know yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Nice, nice. I'm excited to have you on again. I admire what you do out there on the field. Um, in terms of teammates, I mean, who are the guys that you kind of lean on most? Who are your closest guys inside that Red Dragon uh, locker room? Oh, most of the seniors, I've been growing up playing with them my whole life. They've been playing LRD with me, everything like that, you know. 
I know Robbie, he's going to do it. He has to do it. I mean, all my teammates, they do their jobs. That's our motto right here, do your job. They do it. Nice. How about Robbie in that big game? Uh, was it glad to see him start to bust out those big runs? Yeah, I knew what he was going to do. I knew how he was going to come into the game. After the game, he was texting me like, we can't get down on ourselves. We need to pick it up. I'm like, I know I fumbled three times. That's not happening again. I know he was working all week on not fumbling, holding the ball in practice high and tight, everything like that. Nice, nice. And for you, you you know, you've been around this program, and you guys are 0 and 3. But I mean, again, I think you guys are, you know, doing some good things well, and it's close. We you know we discussed. You heard the show earlier. You know, a couple halves of football, and you guys are right in it. That second half doesn't seem to be your friend, but you know, you start kind of stacking those quarters, and then you're going to be there right when it counts at the end of the fourth quarter. But uh. What's your mindset? I mean, you know, keeping these guys motivated. You say you're not going to harp on them anymore, but, you know, how do you kind of go about, you know, keeping these guys focused and, and you know, knowing that the wind's right around the corner? Um, I don't know. Like, Coach always has to get on us about our effort. You know, a lot of loafing, he pointed out. The first week, we had a lot of loafs. Second week, we paced it up a lot more. We just got to make sure we work every single play. I make sure I tell him that all the time. Every play, we got to keep working. We can't. No plays off. No plays off. And then that's the way you get it done. I mean, uh, Against Struthers, uh, that, again, that second half, uh, I mean, it was just, it started to unravel, and you're like, ah, oh, these poor kids, and that scoreboard kept getting crazy, and but uh, they were so close, and the big plays came still for us, I mean, 28 points on the board, uh, did you see, were you excited about that, just knowing that, you know, I mean, you guys put up 28 instead of, you know, 14, or? Yeah, no matter what the score is, I'll never lose hope in us, and I knew we were going to put up points this week, our line blocked a lot better than I thought they were in the previous weeks, they were definitely doing good, Robbie's running the ball hard, Travis running the ball hard. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Once again, it's Trent Johnson, number four, safety and wide receiver. One of my favorite Red Dragons on the team. There's plenty of other guys, but I do really, really enjoy seeing this kid get after it and do his thing. On um, that polling game, you had those nice deflections. I was telling yeah. Coach, uh, you know, proud of that show. I was like, man, you were making plays. And when I saw that, I saw you starting to stiff up with that calf. I, uh, I said, so we should hope you sh you should be good against. Yeah. Barring, yeah, knocking on wood, uh, that yeah. you're you're good to go this week. Yeah, hopefully you. Yeah. Awesome. Now, you said you listened to uh, the shows earlier, so you know uh, this part we call three and out with a couple off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with us? Yeah. All right. Now, I've been asking everybody about this gentleman sitting to my left. Um, does anybody do a great impersonation of him, and do you think they do it in front of him? Great impersonation of Coach Perry? No, I don't know. I haven't really heard a lot of impersonations of Coach Perry this year. <laughs> I I'm going to tell you this. The last show of the year, whoever does, because I'm going to find out who does the Perry impression, and I'm actually going to have them do the impression on the show. There's some That's other good coaches' impressions, though. Yeah. You being Zach, they do a pretty good Coach Bourne impression. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. And how about this one? Uh, for you growing up, you're in the backyard, you're in those peewee days. I mean, what NFL guy were you pretending you were? Oh, growing up, Reggie Wayne, my favorite team's of course. I love watching him. Calvin Johnson, he was always one of my favorite receivers. Um, Andre Johnson, my favorite defensive player. Bob Sanders of all time. He was nice. a safety for the Colts, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you got a couple nice Colts there. I like the Bob Sanders and Reggie Wayne, a little vintage guys. Mm -hmm. You know, I get you get tired of hearing so many of the new names. It's just they're the flavor of the month, I, yeah. I should say. And the final question before we let you go, and we do appreciate you stopping by and joining us on the Red Dragon Player Spotlight Show, is uh, for you, we, we kind of want to know a little bit more about the team. We talked, I think, a couple episodes about the biggest theater, the biggest jokester. Who's the most serious guy? Who's the guy that you're maybe scared of that you'd be like, ah, maybe after the game you don't even want to tell him good game? Rob. <laughs> yep. Probably Rob. <laughs> 
yeah, he's that guy. Just let him go and, yeah. and talk to him the next day. You can't talk to him during the game. I don't even. I don't even think his brain works during the game. <laughs> he he just gets in his zone, and I don't know. There's no telling him any different. But I know he's gonna play his game. Awesome stuff. Well, hey, Trent, I do, again, I've said it plenty of times during this uh, short amount of time we spent, but I really appreciate what you bring to the table. I really like watching you play. Thank you so much. Once again, that is Trent Johnson, number four, safety and receiver. And, uh, again, he was our episode six player, because I think we had a couple shows without players, but that was uh, the player spotlight show featuring this week's Red Dragon, Trent Johnson. And back to you, Warren, Coach, before we wrap things up, on the Youngstown East. Again, I'm glad you brought that up, that it's not at Bo Ryan's Day, and you will not see a game in Niles Friday night. You'll have to travel in your car. But any last words? No. Looking at four here, and uh, just, you know, wishing we get a full game out of him. I know he wants that more than anything. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're thinking, maybe putting on a little bit of a pitch count, maybe limiting some of the plays, but he brings so much to the table on both sides of the ball. It's, it's you know, uh, we hate not having him out there because uh, we, we know uh, that, uh, you know, a couple plays on the, on defense that they hit us on, if he'd have been in there, that probably would have been a different story. But, you know, if he's if he's calf and he can't go a whole game, then we got we got to find a way to uh, – uh, to you know, spot play him and do whatever, and and, and see how he feels. So, uh, uh, you know, just just you know, been fun to watch him grow up. Uh, I coach him actually as a freshman, and I think he started to do against uh, Campfield, didn't you? And he made a weight 95 pounds, and we probably should have been arrested for child abuse. But uh, even back then, you could tell what kind of player he was, and that's you know, that's why we put him out there back then. And it's been it's been a pleasure to watch him. A, as a fan for a couple of years and now getting a chance to coach him again, uh, he's a special athlete. and uh, I think he has a future at the next level if that's what he chooses to do. So it's fun having him on here and a uh, little bit better on the microphone than I thought he'd be. i, I got to <laughs> yeah. tip my cap to him. He's pretty quiet here, but maybe he's got a future in uh, broadcast or something. No, yeah, you did what I, I got a little nervous when you told me because I always joke around. I, I am not Dan Patrick, so if you're not going to talk, I'm just going to babble about pointless things and it's going to be but you really did a wonderful job and coach again thanks to you for bringing this all together again uh, big shout out to Charles Otto Fanning Pernamity Brothers for uh, helping push this program along coach Perry sharing his time and uh, obviously to you Trent as always we appreciate you listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.